The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. Uh, our rankings, our two-week uh, rankings project continues right along. This week, we switch over and tackle, pun intended, the defensive side of things. Uh, reminder, uh, Sean Wagner McGuff, no longer with us in terms of podcasting. Uh, presumably, he's still uh, alive. Fingers crossed. Yeah, uh, but he, uh, we said farewell to Sean in an episode of the podcast that features mailbag talk and we read a bunch of his old tweets with like Jake. I, it's anyway, it's a good episode. You should check it out. It's a super friends app. It's up in the feed right now. All the offensive rankings from last week are still there, of course, and we will be knocking out the defensive rankings this week. We're going to start with edge rushers slash defensive linemen. Or is it edge rushers and defensive linemen? That's right. You did both of them. So we're doing both, one before the break, one after, obviously. Uh, and to do it, one of the three remaining super friends, Ryan Wilson. Uh, you forgot to point out, after mentioning the, the farewell podcast of Sean Wacker McGuff, that you thought it'd be a funny uh, funny idea just to unfollow him promptly. So you and I have unfollowed him. We've give, given Breach the orders. We'll see if he'll do it. I think Debo's unfollowed him as well. How long will it take Sean to realize he's been unfollowed by his quote-unquote friends? By the way, that's the type of friends we are. Um, we say goodbye to you and then cut off all ties with you. All right, so uh, let, first of all, Debo, did you also unfollow Sean per my, I don't want to say orders, per my request? Yes, and uh I guess it would be a real shame if fellow listeners did the same thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, great call, Devo. If you listen to this podcast and you like this podcast and you want to get in on the joke, unfollow Sean Wagner. I'm definitely not going to listen to this episode of the podcast. He'll, he'll listen to himself like six or seven times. So uh, go ahead and get in on that joke and unfollow Sean on the podcast. It'll be a, a real fun time if you do that. And, uh, and we'll, we'll, have, uh, we'll have lots of laughs about it. At the time of recording, three thousand three hundred and ninety-nine followers for Sean. Let's let's see what we can get that <laughs> oh, down. Was, to. Oh, so he was at three four zero two when we started unfollowing him. All right, do you think Breach will play along? He probably will, yeah, right? He will. Okay. Um, worth, worth noting, uh, a man of the cloth is suggesting that we take Sean Wagner McGuff down in the in the most uh, social media hysterical way possible. Uh, you do you, you do hate to see it. <laughs> We will add back eventually in a <laughs> few weeks' time. That's right. This is a test. It's like one of the tests out of the book. So when do you think he'll notice? Well, hopefully he does listen to the first five minutes of this podcast, and then he'll notice. Otherwise, if not, maybe someone on Twitter, after you unfollow him, say, I unfollowed you because Brinson told me to. Yeah. And, he'll, and he'll notice when he sees, because you know he um, maniacally checks what his Twitter follower, follower status is. So once he sees it's going down. My mother is FaceTiming me for some reason. I think she was supposed to do story time with my son. He's out of town at my in-laws. And my mom is repeatedly, uh, can you hear that? No. 
story time on the Pick Six podcast with Will Prince's mother. That could be a, a segment. Um, she didn't get it. I declined it the first time. She kept calling back. Uh, uh, That's a parent move. Yeah, all right. So well, let's set the over-under for when we get a text from Sean. Now, the question is, see, I think Sean will see this happen, and he will, like, if he realizes it, he will be like, oh, real funny, guys. Yeah. But I don't think, you don't think he'd actually be offended if he saw that, right? No. If it were, like, just me or just you or just Breach, that would be weird. But when it's all of us, it's clearly a little gag. He very well may be the most laid back among us, and even include Breach. Breach gets a little fired up few things not many but few but sean's he takes a lot he took a lot of abuse from us and the most abuse he took was on the way out the door with that uh coaching list where he got crushed by co-workers twitter um anyone who was half paying attention about the fact that he had doug doug peterson number nine on the top 10 list all right speaking of lists that got people crushed you did your edge rushers list and uh you left von miller off von miller and uh Yannick Ngakwe, both missing from the list, both tagged by our social media team in attempting to alert them to their absence of your top 10 edge rushers list. Uh, that resulted in a little brouhaha, office, uh, office brouhaha. And, um, so, uh, subsequently the, the, the tags were removed, but the Broncos found out, Von Miller found out, everybody found out, everybody made fun of you for it. Can you stand by your Von Miller, uh, your, 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 uh, you're at the absence of Von Miller on this list, Ryan. Yeah. No, I think it was funny that the, the Broncos, a short time thereafter when this list came out, um, retweeted the original list as put it out by CBS Sports HQ. And all they said was K, which is literally the, the, like a slap in the face to anyone on social media. Just like, okay, whatever, dummy. If I, t- if I text my wife, okay, or K, a big she difference. gets pissed. Yeah, that's right. So what, what what did I do? What did I do? What's going on now? Are you mad? What is happening? I'm like, I just said, okay. It's funny. My wife was at the grocery store today, and she said she was – oh, she said I'm going to the grocery store with um with our son. And I could have said, K, okay. I just said, sounds good. Sounds good means knock yourself out. Sure. Yeah, so with the wives, you got to – and maybe this, I don't know how, how this goes cross-conversely with from, from wife to husband. Maybe it's the same. I, I don't know because I'm not a, not a wife, but – you gotta really, I use a lot more, I have a lot more enthusiasm in my texting than I do in real life. Yeah, exclamation points. I don't use emojis, but I'm sure you do, but yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm a, yeah, I use emojis all the time. Agree. But yeah, I'm like, oh my God, that sounds great. X, four exclamation points. And like in my, in my inner dialogue, is like, whatever. Yep. But hey, that's, that's part of the deal. Yeah. So as for this top 10 list here, I'll just do the, t- the bottom 10, the bottom five of the top 10 to give you an idea of why Von Miller was left off. At number 10, Nick Bosa. I'm pretty sure he was defensive rookie of the year. If not, he should have been. He was really good. Nine sacks. Khalil Mack um, had a down year from 2018, but still a big part of that defense. So Darius Smith went off in his first year at Green Bay. Daniel Hunter is awesome in Minnesota. In fact, a lot of uh, Vikings fans thought he should be higher. Shaquille Barrett had 19, maybe 19 and a half sacks. I don't have him in front of me, but he had a, he had the, definition of a breakout season um he's on the franchise tag now looking for a long-term deal so those are the bottom five von miller had an off year part of the reason um i think he had a knee issue for a while but the, the defense also didn't play very well uh your guy bradley chubb got hurt on the other side so that that was one less pass rusher uh for offenses to have to concern themselves with um von miller is 31 and that doesn't necessarily mean anything chandler jones is is also around that age but he was number 11 
So um, that was the most pushback was Von Miller. No one, I don't think I got one pushback on Unique Ngakwe. Um, heard, got a couple of Frank Clark tweets, but Frank Clark, um, he got high towards the end there, but I don't think anyone would argue that he was better than the, the names I just mentioned. I know you were making the case for Von Miller in, in a pro- podcast a few weeks ago, so I don't know where you stand on that now. Yeah, I'm fine with I, – I think Yannick is – like he wasn't even in your honorable mention. No. Robert Quinn, Justin Houston, Trey Flowers, Demarcus Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence probably would have made it on my list. Didn't have a great year compared to previous years. Yeah, It's weird too because you know, we talk about these criteria. And who are you taking off is what I always ask. Yeah, no, it's it's a fair question. The the criteria thing is always odd because it's like, are you are you doing this for twenty twenty or are you doing it based on where they are right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the what's the yep, goal? So it's looking ahead to twenty twenty and based on what they did in twenty nineteen. Now, there's every reason to think that Von Miller will bounce back. That defense is going to be good. It should be good on paper. The offense is going to be good, and uh, a good defense will obviously help um, Drew Locke. But I don't know who I'm taking off. Like someone said, Shaquille Baird, because he just had one year. Yeah, he went off in 2019. I'm going to leave a guy off that had 19-plus sacks um, on one-year production, basically, just because I don't want to hurt Broncos fans' feelings because I left Von Miller. I don't think Von Miller cares, for being honest. Cam Hayward cared. We can talk about it in a little bit, but I don't know <laughs> Von Miller. Von Miller didn't tweet at me, so that, that's that's a, a good sign. I mean, here's the thing with Von Miller that, to me, to leave him off is not a huge – well, first of all, by the way, to leave Yannick off, like this guy doesn't even want to play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Yannick is in the conversation. I yeah. mean, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. And if someone of a team gave, gave up a first round pick for him, I would understand that. But it, just in terms of this list, yeah, he, he had a he had a strong season, but he's not. I don't think he had a top ten season. Uh, with Vaughn, so last year, eight sacks in fifteen games. That's bad. That's the worst season of his career. Well, no, I take it back. He had uh, in two thousand thirteen, he had five sacks, but just nine games. I mean, I think last year was the worst year of his career. And when you look at his contract, I mean, this is a guy who now is going to be, I don't know, has he turned, he has turned 31, turned 31 on March 26th. Happy belated birthday, Vaughn. And honestly, he's probably going to get cut after this year. So, I mean, he has a $22 million cap hit and $4.25 million in dead cap money. I mean, like, it's, that's just sort of how it's going to go. So I don't really, and you're saying that because of the money. He could have 14 sacks and still be facing Yeah, I just think he's going to be a 32-year-old pass rusher who's yep. going to want a new deal, and they're not going to want to give it to him, so they're probably going to move on from him. And it's 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 weird because he's Von freaking Miller, and yeah. I get it. I mean, it's a, you know. He's, he's a great a, player. I love him. But, I mean, maybe you replace him with Nick Bosa, but over the next five years, who would you rather have, Nick Bosa or Von Miller? I mean, dude, 2020, who are you taking? I'd rather yeah. have Nick Bosa. I mean, you oh. know. And Nick Bosa had nine sacks last year, I believe. That's right, as a rookie. Uh, the other guys, Zaria Smith was awesome. The Neil Hunter, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know who you take off. And I think that is a great point. Like, do you want to take off Khalil Mack? Cause, you know, Von Miller could outperform Khalil Mack or Nick Bosa or Zadarius Smith next year. Khalil Mack didn't have a great season, but again, looking for 2020, 2021, who would you rather have? Yeah. You can take a Mack. I'm, I think I'm with you, Ryan. Von Miller uh, 11. I mean, they're, they're a worse fate for a 31 year old and, and, you know, the, one of the most important positions on the football field. I, now I, I will yeah. read you my top four, five through two before I get to one. Um, Joey Bosa was at number five. Cam Jordan was at number four. Chandler Jones was at number three. Miles Garrett was at number two. 
And one of the most surprising things out of this whole uh, endeavor is that no one complained about who my number one was, which I was pretty shocked by. Some people thought Chandler Jones uh, should be higher, three to two. People thought Miles Garrett was overrated. Miles Garrett ain't overrated. The issue is he tried to hit Mason Rudolph in the head with a helmet. And I think if that hadn't happened, because he was averaging a sack a game. Um, Cam Jordan's a monster. Joey Bosa, the health is always a concern. But at number one, I had T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt, who was, I think, the 31st overall pick a few years ago. Who no one, you know, he was an afterthought in terms of pass rushers, and he just dominates. And when he's healthy, he is just about unstoppable. And he had eight forced fumbles, which is mind blowing. I think he had two picks last year too. Yeah, it's it's not hard. I mean, this list, it's there's just a lot of good pass rushers right now. Really good. And uh, it's funny. I was I was texting with um, a guy who trains a lot of these defensive tackles and, and defensive um, and edge rushers, and I said, just take a look at this because I don't want to get yelled at. And I was afraid. I mean, we saw what happened to Patrick Walker with his cornerbacks list. I was like, yeah, I don't want to have to deal with that for the next mm. two months because people were very angry about some of his selections. And the only thing he said, he said, this looks fine. And he trains all, all these guys. He said, I would just move Chandler Jones up because I didn't have Chandler Jones high enough. And I think you get – that gets lost. Chandler Jones playing on a crappy defense in, in, a, in an hey, area. Wait, that, you, you, this is before – I put the list out. You moved him up to three because this guy was pointed this out. Right, before I published the list. I said, just gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so he was like, what, six or seven? I think he was five maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, Chandler Jones is a monster, but he like doesn't get the buzz because he plays in Arizona. Exactly. He's had yeah. 60 sacks, including 19 last season. Since 2016, okay. I like I like the respect you put on Cam Jordan's name. He's good. <laughs> he's a grown man, but again, he's he's 31. Chandler Jones is 30. So I mean, where's Von Miller going to land compared to these guys who are still playing at a high level? I mean, Cam Jordan's had his best three seasons of his career in his last three seasons. Like he might. This is kind. Of, I don't know. if This is a stretch or not. I mean, he's now played. He's never missed a game. Mm. Um, this is coming up on his, I think, 10th year. He's going to play his 10th year in 2020. He's going to end up, if he has 10-plus sacks, he's going to get over. Or if he has 13 sacks, which is he had 15 and a half last year, uh, he'll be over the 100 sack mark. He might work himself into the Hall of Fame conversation. Oh, I think that's – I mean, he was part of that. I don't think it's a given, but I think, he's, I think he's working himself in there. No, I think that's right. He was a part of that 2011 draft class that had – 10 or 11 defensive ends drafted early. So it's Von Miller was at number two. Uh, Marcel Darius was number three, the defensive tackle. He cl- clearly didn't, didn't pan out like they had hoped. Alden Smith, who's now back in the league. Um, JJ Watt, who was somehow went 11th, which sort of blows your mind. Robert Quinn, who was, uh, as honorable mentioned, is as an edge rusher for me. Ryan Kerrigan. Corey Legit played inside. He hasn't really, um, panned out. A- Adrian Claiborne, as I'm going, this is all first rounders. Cam Jordan and then, that first round is maybe the greatest first round of all time. And then Cam Hayward is 31. So, I mean, that, that this group just – that was the year to, to, to get an edge rusher. Or, or a wide receiver, Julio Jones, A.J. Green. Or a quarterback, Cam Newton, Blaine Gabbert, Christian Ponder. Yeah, don't forget Christian Ponder. Jake Locker. Yeah. Eesh. Colin Kaepernick. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. That's right. Andy Dalton went one pick before Colin Kaepernick. That's right. Um, I would bring up the uh, the – Pete Prisco tweet where he thought Christian Ponder was going to be better than Cam Newton, but I don't want him to do to me what he did to you. He blocked me on, on Twitter. Monday. You know why he blocked us, right? Because he hates you. 
No, no, no. He blocked us. So Nick, Nick Costas and I decided we're doing this, uh, Scott Fishbowl, uh, SF, hashtag SFBX, which is Scott Fishbowl 10. And, uh, we were encouraging everybody to tag Pete Prisco with their tweets and let him know who they were taking in the Scott Fishbowl because he found it really annoying. So Nick and I were like adding him and every once in a while he's like, his phone's like ding, 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 ding while we're like tagging him and he just blocks his phone. <laughs> That's, yeah, well. What's more offensive, Pete blocking me or me unfollowing Sean? You unfollowing Sean because Pete had a reason for doing it. You were just antagonizing the old man. Yeah, and Pete also told us, I'm blocking you both. I may unblock you after this stupid draft. Did our buddy Chad Dukes ever refollow you? Yes. I know he, he unfollowed you. Yes. I tweeted him. I was like, are you kidding me, bro? That's awesome. You can only take Follow so much of your nonsense. Um, who, all right, out of these, out of these guys, who is, who is the player that you think could fall off the list? And who is the player that could end up being number one on the list? Well, Shaquille Barrett. Seems like the obvious choice to fall off because he had just the one year production, but maybe it just took him a while to put it together. And he's playing in that in that Todd Bowles defense, and and Todd Bowles deserves a lot of credit for for turning that defense around. But they have a lot of young young playmakers as well, so he seems like the obvious no brainer choice. I mean, Daniil Hunter falling off, no. Nick Bosa falling off uh, if he's healthy, no. Khalil Mack, I, I just don't see it. Um, to Darius Smith, I think he's he's awesome. He was awesome in Baltimore. No one knew about him, and he's awesome now. So yeah. Shaquille Baird is, is sort of the, the glaring one. Um, and, and who could be number one next year? Dude, if you said Chandler Jones was the best pass rusher next year, I would believe it. He's 30. He'll be 31. He just terrorizes people. Um, and he has a chance to, to sort of do – to help his team maybe more than a lot of other teams. They play in that really tough division. But if he's harassing Jared Goff and Russ Wilson and, and Jimmy G, that's, that's huge for Kyler Murray in that offense. Um, I could see Miles Garrett being number one. I think that Browns defense is really good. And, you know, we'll see. You know, he said and did all the right things after he tried to knock Mason Rudolph out. And he, after the, you know, the, the accusations of, of racist comments, we don't know where that stands. I mean, we don't know who said what. Mike Tomlin. Oh, we know where it stands. It's not going to matter. Like, it's been close. Right. Mike you Tomlin know. came to Mason's defense, so I don't know what to make of it. And so did some of his teammates. But it, all that aside, putting that aside and saying he plays 16 games, I think he he's absolutely dominant. He was averaging a sack a game. So, I mean, you can't get much better than that unless you're, you know, Shaquille Barrett. Uh, one thing I would say, one guy I would point to, and I, I agree with you, uh, either one of those two guys at two or three could jump to number one. Like, that's it's not like you're putting them there based on what they've done in the past. You're putting, like, they could also accomplish a lot. Uh, at number seven, Daniil Hunter. Do you yeah. know, and you, you did the list, so you, you may know this, but if you didn't, I wouldn't be surprised. I think a lot of people, do you know how old Daniil Hunter is? Just 25 years old. Hunter has yet to hit his prime. That was my last sentence. <laughs> I, I guess you had to write it. You didn't just put a list together. You actually had to write it. Um, I mean, he, he'll turn 26 in the middle of October. Now, the Vikings lost a lot on defense. Uh, Everson Griffin is gone. I, he's not coming back, right? Is he signed? He hasn't signed. He's either. unsigned. So they, they, I think that's still up in the air. Yeah. So I guess he could come back, but I mean, I think they like, you know, Anthony Zettel maybe, but. There's just not a lot of pass rush presence on the opposite side. So that is a bit of a concern. They lost Unville Joseph. He signed with the Chargers. So interior, you know, my point being is that Daniel Hunter's not going to have it as easy as he's had it the last few years. But uh, he's only had three full-time seasons. His first two years, he wasn't playing full-time. Uh, in 2017, he had seven sacks. And then la- two years ago, 14 and a half, and then followed up with it with 14 and a half 
last year as well. Uh, 2018 probably better overall than 2019, but both awesome seasons. He could just take a huge leap forward in age 26 season. Like he's played five years in the NFL and he is only uh, 26. That is, that's pretty wild. Yeah. No, he, he is, I, I will grant you that. Um, two other names to watch in terms of who could end up on this list next year. Chase Young, because he's Chase Young. Um, that's a great call. And Josh Allen, not the, not the Buffalo Bills. Ooh, yeah. Josh Allen. That's a good call. Yeah, because, anybody but, else? Well, they drafted, uh, Caleb on chase on as well. So that's another edge rusher they have there. That's means Josh Allen perhaps gets fewer double teams or whatever. Um, Yannick will presumably be there in some capacity. So I think Josh Allen has a chance to, to make some, he had a good season last year too. He had 10 and a half sacks as a rookie. Yeah. That's, that's a great call. Um, okay. That's the edge rushers, uh, coming up after the break. We'll talk about other defensive linemen. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. So Ryan also ranked the in what is it, edge and just defensive lineman as a whole, I guess. Defensive yeah, end, interior guys. Interior guys, et cetera. So like, for instance, spoiler, JJ Watt at number nine, a defensive end, technically qualifies, but he's a defensive end in a three four scheme. Uh so <laughs> it's just the NFLPA, by the way, needs to do do this. Like you need to split out some of this stuff where like like Edge rush, edge needs to be a thing. So when you vote for the Pro Bowl, you need to have edge. Like, what, like, why didn't, why didn't the NFL do this? You know, the, the edge rushers exist. Anyway, random, random complaint. Uh, but for your, uh, your list, just missed, uh, Dietrich Wise, Vita Vie, Malik Collins, Stephen Tuitt, Matt Ioannidis, and DJ Reader. Who was the closest to making it all? I think it was Vita Vie, if I'm thinking about because I did this list a couple weeks ago now. Um, he quietly had a really good season again, playing for Tampa, uh, former first round pick. Um, that, much like the Cardinals, who we talked about before the break, that that team gets lost in the mix. That certainly won't happen this year, and I think it won't happen for the Cardinals either. We'll all be paying attention to both those teams. But um, he quietly had a really good season, and if he has another really good season, this defense is going to be even better. So um, I'll do the, the bottom five real quick. Started with Javon Hargrave. A shout out to 
both Debo and BMAC, Brian McFadden, who we work with, because I knew I was going to have to go on HQ and defend this list to, against Brian McFadden, who's just on to shoot holes through everything you say. I thought that would placate him, but um, it didn't, and I'll tell you why in a second. Number nine, J.J. <laughs> Watt, who you know you mentioned plays in on 3-4. Calais Campbell, who sort of plays all over the place. He's now in Baltimore. He's uh, getting along in the tooth, but still playing at a really high level. Number seven, Cam Hayward, uh, part of that 2011 draft class we talked about. One of the best three, four defensive ends kicks inside in the NFL. And I say that now because BMAC yelled at me about this on HQ. BMAC doesn't yell, but he got on me about it. And Cam actually tweeted that he wasn't happy with being number seven. I appreciate the competitiveness. Uh, by the way, Cam is busy calling out people at HQ. He called out Prisco. Cam really, really likes CBS Sports HQ's Twitter. <laughs> he went on CBS, CBS Sports HQ with um, Minka Fitzpatrick and right. uh, BMAC. To, to blow holes in in the fact, and, and rightly so, to blow holes. And, and by the way, we should point out that he dunked on you with an office gift, which is your favorite show of all, all right. time. He did do that. My favorite team, one of my favorite players, and my favorite uh, sitcom. And Cam, Cam got the trophy. No! No, Cam, I love <laughs> Well, at first I thought he had seen the edge rushers list and thought his name wasn't on there. But then, no, he was talking about the list I had him on. Fair enough. I guess I get it why guys get mad that they're like seventh. I mean, I can I can see that. Yeah. No, but here's here's what I will say. And six to Forrest Buckner, who was just traded from the San Francisco 49ers to the to the Colts. Um, so that's the the bottom five there. The top five. And I think we can go through this. The number one isn't a big surprise, like it was with T.J. Watt for the edge rushers. Number five, Fletcher Cox. Four, Grady Jarrett. Three, Kenny Clark, who had a breakout season. Two, Chris Jones, and, and one, Aaron Donald. The only thing I will say, Cam Hayward is playing at an extremely high level. Who are you replacing him with in, in one through five? All guys who I'm. Pretty sure are still. I think Fletcher Cox is all in their twenties. Uh, wait, sorry, say it again. I was panicking. I know, you're doing something else. I, I, saw, I saw. I saw. I thought. I thought there was a breaking news happening. I apologize. Oh, okay. And the and the one through five have listed off: Aaron Donald, Chris Jones, Kenny Clark, Grady Jarrett, Fletcher Cox. Who you're replacing to put Cam Hayward there? All those guys, I believe Fletcher Cox included, are still in their twenties. I mean, throw in DeForest Buckner at six too. Like who? Why? I mean, Cam Hayward's awesome. But you're right. He's not leapfrogging any of those guys. Like, does he want to be? Is this one of those things? Like when, um, oh man, who is the cornerback that the Jets drafted? Oh gosh, the guy from I know who you're talking about. The guy from Alabama, D. Milner. And they're D. like, somebody's like, remember who's the best cornerback in football? He's like, I am. It's like, what? No, that's what are you talking about? Yeah. Once, once, uh, oh, once every three months, I, I'm reminded of D. Milner. I can never remember his name, but yes, the, the cornerback. Is Jordan going to be a Hall of Famer? Yeah, I thought I said I said earlier he was Cam Jordan or Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward, excuse me. No, oh, he'll be in the conversation. Um, but again, that 2011 it depends on when these guys you know retire. But that 2011 draft class is stacked. JJ Watt's a Hall of Famer. How much? Yeah, yes, he is. Do you have the? Maybe I have it. Let's see the the career approximate value for JJ Watt is. Oh dang it! I got I got it right here. Look at look at Cam. JJ Watts, how did I lose it? He is uh, ninety-eight. That's pretty good. Cam Hayward is. You know, I'm going to sort by approximate value. So you know, the number one ranked guy in the in the entire class is Cam Newton, followed by Von Miller. Cam Hayward, yeah. Cam Jordan, seventy-seven, and then Cam Hayward, sixty-five. I would I would think both guys are. It'll, it'll be a conversation. Richard Sherman's a Hall of Famer, for sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. Patrick Peterson, probably a Hall of Famer? 
Maybe. But that'll be a conversation. I mean, yeah. he's still young. Andy Dalton. <laughs> 100%. He's a Sean Breach Hall of Famer. AJ Green will probably get in the Hall of Fame if he, if he has a couple, few more good years. He's hurt. Yeah. He's got to play well for a So Cam, I, people don't want to put Cam Newton in. If he, now if he resur- he has a resurgence. Wait a career. second. No, AJ Green's not. Cause Julio Jones is at 94 career. Julio Jones is a slam dunk Hall of Famer right now. AJ Green, they're coming out. You wouldn't have known who to take and you would have been right to say, okay, AJ Green or, 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 um, AJ Green went first. That's my point. And, and, yeah. you know, you didn't, they were both really, 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 really yeah. good, but. Julio Jones has distanced himself as as an NFL player in part because he's been able to stay healthy and also because he's his not, life. Not playing the for the day. Bengals. Not playing for the Bengals. Well, that helped AJ Green when he's healthy. But Larry Fitzgerald said uh, on some clip that I saw on Twitter that Julio Jones is the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. I, I saw that. He's, he's not wrong. I think uh, so. I don't think Cam Newton's a slam dunk to be in the Hall of Fame, even though no, I would... he's not. Okay, just saying. I mean, but I mean, yeah, the, the the thing is, we can't let everybody in. He, if he has an, if he has a two or three year stretch with the Patriots where he's as yeah. good as he was with the Panthers, then he'll get in. I think we had this conversation when Sean was employed by CBS about who was a Hall of Famer, who wasn't. Breach must have been on paternity leave. But I'm saying this from the 2011 class, Von Miller's a slam dunk, JJ Watts a slam dunk, Julio Jones a slam dunk, Richard Sherman's a slam dunk, uh, Ty, and Tyron Smith are a slam dunk. I think those are the guys who are slam dunks. I think additionally that you will see Patrick Peterson, Cameron Jordan, AJ Green, Jason Kelsey, Cam Hayward. They'll be in the mix. Get in. And that's not to take anything away from Cam, Cam Hayward's career. It's just like a, it's a, Terrell Casey is at 70 career approximate valuation. Cam Hayward might have had the best year. He's like Cam Jordan. He's coming like they're aging like fine wine. Yeah, he is, he is unblockable. Him and Cam Jordan are, have a lot of similarities. I mean, his career, approximate value last year was 17. Phew. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's why he's mad at me. He had a ton of tight hits. Best year, 23 quarterback sack, quarterback hits, nine sacks from the interior. And that was without Stephon Tuitt, by the way, who got hurt, who's also, who's on my um, honorable mentions list, who, when he's healthy, is also really good. But he did that without him. Obviously, he had Bud Dupree and, and TJ Watt, which, which helps. He had Javon Hargrave, who was, I think, going to be awesome in Philadelphia. But, um, yeah, so I understand why he's angry. But, again, Fletcher Cox, Grady Jarrett, Kenny Clark, Chris Jones, Aaron Donald, I, those guys balled out as well. No, I, I think your point, your point remains. It's like, who are you taking off for the 2020 season? Do you definitely think that Cam Hayward, who is at this point uh, will, just turned 31, is he definitely going to be better? He's not going to be better than Aaron Jones. I mean, Aaron Donald. <laughs> well, Aaron Jones, I think we can all agree, is the best, one of the best players in football. Of course. Um, I would take DeForest Buckner over him. I can see him being better than Fletcher Cox or Grady Jarrett or. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they, they play slightly different positions as well. So that's something to consider. But yeah, I love Cam Hayward. He is one of my favorite Steelers players. I, th- I think he's great for the community. And I, I think he, you know, he's, he says a lot of really. Oh stuff. my God. We do have breaking news. What is it? Patrick Mahomes signed a 10 year deal. 10 year deal. Let me guess what it is. 10 year. God, I got to do the math. 400 million. So Chris Jones of the Kansas City Chiefs probably do some cash. I think the uh, the Chiefs will find it in their heart to uh, pay Chris Jones before July fifteenth deadline. Do they have any money to pay Chris Jones? I don't know. They may have. Uh, they may have spent it all. We uh, we were recording this on Monday afternoon around three o'clock. You're probably listening on Tuesday. Uh, there'll be another podcast in the feed for where the Chiefs all the Chiefs money went. But if I'm Kansas City, 
I have no problem paying Chris Jones. He has been awesome. And I, you know, for as good as Patrick Mahomes was down the stretch of the Super Bowl, I am not entirely sure that the Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl without Chris Jones, who, by the way, uh, just turned 26 like three days ago. Um, he's going to get a ton of money. Famous for once having his junk fall out at the combine uh, while he was running the 40. I love that you remember that. I always forget that. Oh, yeah, his penis fell out. While he was running it the happens. And perhaps his testicles. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Joe, I mean, like, I just think if you're Kansas City, Jones and Frank Clark are the guys, and Honey Badger are the guys you're building around on defense, and Kelsey, Mahomes, and uh, Tiger Hill are the guys you build around on offense, and Mitchell Schwartz, too. And you can, you, you're going to contend for the next decade if you have those guys locked down. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anybody else? Tavares Buckner. Could, all right, who could, who, who's a candidate to fall off this list and who's a candidate to go to number one? Cause I'll say that DeForest Buckner is a sneaky candidate to go to number one if the, uh, if the, if the Colts defense is like a top five or top ten unit. I think the defense is going to be good, but I was laughing while you were saying that because he could sack Deshaun Watson 50 times just given the way Bill, o, Bill O'Brien <laughs> might scheme up that offense. So yeah, no, I, absolutely. I, I think it'll be hard to displace Aaron Donald, who is a grown man in every sense of the word. Um, JJ Watt, if, can he stay healthy? That's a big issue. Maybe he falls off the list for, for health related reasons. I think Javon Hargrave has a chance to move up a little bit. Um, Kenny Clark is a guy. Packers fans were quite happy that I, that I was actually showing him some love, unlike Sean Wagner McGuff, who, who's been dunking on Aaron Rodgers for years. Packers fans uh, appreciated that. So maybe he continues to, to make that climb up. But, um, part of me hopes JJ Watt falls off the list that so he'll sign with the Steelers. Mm. What, what, what? What, what, what? Maybe don't clip that one. Probably won't ever use yeah. it. Uh, okay. Anything else that, uh, we should take away from, uh, from this list? No, other than it was a great list. Um, Everyone liked the list except for Cam Hayward. So great job nice. by you, Ryan. Tomorrow we'll have, uh, top 10 safeties and cornerbacks. Make sure and check out in the feed as we mentioned before, uh, the Sean, Final dunking, and of course, the Patrick Mahomes um, uh, Tenure Extension Emergency Podcast is in your feed. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.